All right. Hello, and my name is John Michael Collins. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Before we get started, the music you just heard is fun, it's upbeat, and in a way kind of depicts me. I would like to thank and give a very special shout out to my friends Marino and Noah Correa, who provided the music for this project. They're part of a company called Cinema Sonic, which is a company dedicated to providing quality audio and visual works for your next project. They're planning on opening a new studio in the Seattle area catering to professional level podcast production. If you would like to learn more, visit their website at cinema-sonic.com. Cinema as in a movie cinema, hyphen, sonic as in supersonic.com. Good morning, world. If you're just joining, this podcast is, is just a personal therapeutic tool where I'm exploring my own personal stories. It's also aimed to share stories and hopefully inspire someone if anyone wants to listen. And if you don't want to listen, then that's fine. But you're missing out on some pretty some pretty quirky, fun stories. I call it a vocal diary, just a space for me to process stuff. It's like therapy. Episodes 1 and 2, if you would refer back to them if you're interested, give a general brief synopsis of getting to where I'm at today. Not everything is included. If you need this to help you get to sleep, that's also okay. Max episode time is 20 minutes. Here we go. To when I watched my roommate play video games for hours. 2016, I was 23. The specific time that I'm thinking about. I very much appreciate him as a person and a friend. Since, like, the beginning of our friendship, we always played video games. And (laughs) it was just fun and quirky because we were playing some game where we had to come up with a name. I just... Button mashed, for those of you who don't know, is when you just bang your fingers on the keyboard. And came out with this alias named Mifsks, which is spelled M-I-F-K-S. Mifks. Mifsks. This game that he played was called No Man's Sky. I think the basic premise of the game, the basic idea, is to find the center of the universe. What's interesting is that As the universe is expanding, like, doesn't that just mean the center keeps on getting further and further away? He would play this game, and it was just, it was kind of nostalgic. It just had, like, this, this feeling to it that was, like, peaceful. You didn't, it wasn't one of those games with, like, huge bosses. It was more like Animal Crossing. Just a peaceful game. Or Zelda, which is funny, because... Actually, I'm going to talk about all of those games, but we'll start with No Man's Sky. You're this character, this space explorer, and you're basically exploring different planets, finding different things, researching stuff, picking up minerals. My understanding of these games is based solely off of him playing them, other than Animal Crossing. I played that a little bit. I would just sit there and watch him play that game it was a one-player game, and I was I was not upset at the fact that I wasn't playing it because it was kind of like watching a movie. Flying a spaceship looked pretty cool. He made it look pretty cool. I guess we're working our way back in time. The Legend of Zelda, The Breath of the Wild. This game 
if you've ever played Zelda, I didn't grow up playing Zelda. I really like video game soundtracks, video game scores. The music is just like super peaceful and fun. It's another exploring game where you have this giant map and you have certain quests to go on. You can also fly. There's some confusion with the game of Zelda. Zelda is actually referring to a character. She's the princess, Princess Zelda. The male character that you see with like the green outfit and the sword and the pointy hat. I think it's a pointy hat. Whatever kind of hat he's wearing, that's Link. But just a just a beautiful game. I don't know how many hours I watched him play that. Yeah, I would give like a lot to watch him play that again. I really had nothing else to do. I mean, I could have done something else at that time, but really I didn't have anything that needed to get done. And then what was the other game? Uh, Animal Crossing. I would go over to his house when we were little to play Animal Crossing. <laughs> Obviously to hang out with him and his family, but... And that game, again, just super peaceful and calm and therapeutic. There's a theme in all these games that they're calm. Like, yeah, there's some some threats to life, but ultimately, you know, it's it's okay. It's peaceful, and that's interesting. I take that away from that, that it's peaceful and calm, and they all have, I don't know about No Man's Sky, but Breath of the Wild and Animal Crossing definitely have some interesting music. So the lesson in watching someone, <laughs> watching my roommate play video games for hours was it's okay to just like sit and relax and take a chill moment just to relax. You don't always need to be doing something. Where does it say that you always need to be doing something? Whatever you're doing, I know people have busier lives than other people and they have families, which definitely keeps you busy like 24-7. Because who am I to talk? I don't have I don't have kids yet. I don't have kids yet. Ha 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 Enjoy that, whether it be sitting and watching video games, playing a game of cards, or playing board games, playing with a video camera. Just enjoy the time that you have with those around you. Find ways to enjoy the people around you. And you don't always have to be, like, going out to get food or coffee, which those things are cool and great, but you don't need to spend money to enjoy someone's presence. You don't. There is something special about sharing a meal or sharing coffee with someone, but, I mean, you don't have to do those things. You can just, like, be together with that person. Let's move right along to when I played Diddy Kong Racing on Nintendo 64. Nintendo 64 was a video game console that was released in the 90s, I think the mid-90s. I don't remember at what point we got one, but there was a game called Diddy Kong Racing. Diddy Kong is a character who appears, according to Wikipedia, in games belonging to the Donkey Kong and Mario video game franchises, debuting in the 1994 Donkey Kong series game Donkey Kong Country. Diddy Kong Racing was released on November 21st in 1997 in Europe and November 24th in 1997 in North America. 
when you're this little character, you get to this point where you can hop in this airplane. You can just fly around the map. Who doesn't enjoy flying? The lesson there is video games are cool. Don't knock them until you try them. There are some that are definitely like kind of boring. There's different varieties to each one, and they they relate to people differently. The fact that my friend liked playing those games and I liked watching them, I was 100% okay with watching him play them. Those are the only games I'm okay with watching someone play. To when I flew on airplanes as a kid. I'm going to say 1998, I was five. That's probably not true. I think the first time that I flew on a plane, I was in my mom's tummy as a as a fetus, preparing to enter into the world. I flew a lot when I was younger. It's weird when people talk about different generational things that people had experiences that we don't. Like, baby boomers had experiences. They didn't have the technology that we have. The cost of a gallon of gas being super different than what it is today. I flew on planes as a lot as a lot of a kid. I flew on planes a lot as a kid. I'm grateful. I'm super grateful for that opportunity. But the reason I bring up those like generational things is I remember when there was a time that fast food was served on airplanes. It was fun. Like I always loved sitting in the window seat. There's a picture of me floating around sitting in the cockpit with the pilot's hat on my head. My hands were on the control stick in the airplane, and I was, like, wearing a yellow shirt with my cute little smile on my face, looking back at the camera and, like, jeez, just super happy because I loved airplanes, and they were so cool. It'd be cool to see a log of, like, a captain's log of all that time on my flight time as a passenger, Not to boast about it, just to be like, wow, this is how much of my life I've spent doing this. It's interesting to boil down how much you've, how much time you've spent doing something. I really like evaluating time. Sometimes it gets a little obsessively compulsive. I call it a time budget. Money is one of our main resources, but also time is a resource. We have 24 hours of it in a day, how you spend it is, it's kind of important. How much time you spend sleeping, eating, personal hygiene, walking, exercising, going to work, but you get the point. I remember this one time where a lot of summers I would fly back, fly from Colorado to Iowa to spend time with family, sometimes a month at a time or two months. Thank you, family, for allowing me to do that. That's really awesome, actually. This one time I flew as an unaccompanied minor, I remember I still have the little pin for it somewhere. It was like red and white and said minor on it. (laughs) I felt like a rock star. It was awesome because like, I get to this airport and they have this little room for all the unaccompanied minors. When you're on the plane, like, you had to be the last ones to get off. I think I had my my little ear pods and my little iPod Nano playing my cool punk boy music. 
my emo kid music. Not thrasher music, but I really listen to a lot of punk and emo music, actually. I was wearing this cool sweatshirt that had these clowns on it. <laughs> and I think I might have been wearing sunglasses. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was cool. It was definitely an experience. Everything. Everything is an experience. And it's up to you to whether or not you want to appreciate it and take it out of your mind or not. Flying on an airplane as a kid was really fun, but now it's just like, oh, I have to sit through security. Like, for me, that's the most stressful part about flying is going through security because I often get to the airport with a bottle full of water. Sometimes I'll forget to drink it, like, literally right before security where I have to put all my stuff on the conveyor belt and take my shoes off. I mean, flying on a plane is still definitely fun, and now, like, I understand how planes work. Not completely, but a lot more than I do when I was a kid. Like, when I was a kid, I was just awed and fascinated by them, which now I still am, but I'm like, oh, that's how that works. Cool. I could probably fly a plane. Maybe not, but probably. I probably could. But you have to be licensed to do that takes a lot of practice, a lot of time, and I commend my friends, you know who you are, for sitting through that. If you get the chance to fly on an airplane, it's amazing what you can see out the window. And sometimes when you can see other airplanes out the window, they're like super tiny and just like flying in different directions. Like one might be flying towards you while you're flying forwards or just completely flying the opposite direction. I like to take pictures when I fly on airplanes. A picture doesn't explain it. I can explain it. I have the mental capacity to explain how beautiful and glorious this sight is. This picture can only do so much. People say a picture is worth a thousand words. I disagree and say a picture is only worth 999 words. That last word is the word that you personally give to it. Take in the amazement of the fact that we can fly. And who knows what things will be like in 20 years, 10 years, 5 years, next year, tomorrow. Yeah, we got we got some pretty adequate time left to talk about this, so uh, we'll see how much we can talk about it. Oh, <laughs> to when my uncle introduced me to plain hamburgers. Completely unrelated to the last things, although this was one summer in Iowa. I'm going to say 2009, I was 16, or earlier than that. I went to Iowa a lot and had some fun moments. My uncle lives on a farm, has a bunch of farm equipment, has a bunch of old farm equipment that doesn't work anymore. One of the most coolest, satisfying experiences for me was waking up super early in the morning. I don't know, it was like 6 a.m. and walking outside, going outside to like do chores with him. And it was, like, still kind of foggy a little bit. Just like this moisture in the air. Like, it wasn't raining. It's cool to have someone else live with you. Be like, hey, time to wake up. And you're like, okay. But now my alarm just says, hey, time to wake up. By beeping, it, it's not necessarily the same. Maybe I should have, maybe I should record his voice saying, hey, time to wake up. Hey, time to wake up. And just have it on repeat. <laughs> So the whole farm equipment thing, 
there were times where we would scrap the metal. Say, for example, you have this old tractor. A tractor is a vehicle that it acts as the the power behind what helps humankind plant seeds into the ground on a mass scale, and so that we can also harvest that food, so we can pick it from the ground, collect it. You don't need a tractor to do that. You just can't do as much in as quick a time as you can in a tractor. I don't say that to be judgmental or technical. Some people might not know what a tractor is. Yeah. They lived on this farm not close to town, so there were times he would he would go and get plain hamburgers so that we could like eat them as snacks. So like we didn't have to go inside and like make a sandwich or something and or a pizza, ooh. Nothing wrong with making a nice pizza as a snack because I could eat a whole one of those. And if you don't believe me, then challenge me. But yeah, it was just a sweet time with him and his son just always doing chores, scrapping metal. So you have this tractor, right, that doesn't really work anymore. And there's value in the price of metal. He has a torch. It's called oxyacetylene, oxyacetylene torching. It's where you take oxygen and acetylene and you mix them together and it produces this really, really strong high temperature flame that you can use to cut metal. Well, why do you have to cut metal if, if well, because a tractor isn't all metal. There's components in it that are plastic and when you sell it, you want it to be all metal. There are different types of metal that are worth different amounts of money. It'll always be a super nostalgic thing for me. And if you're listening, I hope you know that. Oxy is settling torching with you in the mornings and throughout the day. And then it got super hot because it's Iowa and Iowa gets super hot in the summer. But it was great because you go inside and then you take a nap and it's great. You watch a movie and then you take a nap. You watch like half of a movie or just a couple minutes of a movie while you're laying on the couch and then you take a nap. You fall asleep. Then he wakes up and you're like, oh, I'm going to pretend to be asleep. So he thinks I'm still asleep so I don't have to go outside, (laughs) which happens sometimes. Plain hamburgers specifically, it was actually very good. McDonald's plain hamburgers. Yeah, baby. Yum. Don't knock it until you try it. You should try it because it's yummy. Food is food. And it gave us energy to get through the mornings or get through the time when we were torching, just doing chores outside. I really want to thank you from the deepest part of my heart for tuning into this episode. Please feel free to share this with your family and friends and anyone and everyone you know. And also, if you don't mind, head over to my website, which acts as my creative portfolio johnmichaelcollins.com And I just know everything. I just know everything there. Right there. I know everything. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 